reborn out of disaster, four survivors rose again to form a legion of the world's strangest heroes. Da-da-da-doom patrol! Welcome to the Doom Patrol Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Coles, and with me as always is Murray Fox. And this week we are going back to the Silver Age. We're looking at Doom Patrol number 103 from May 1966. 66. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Checkerboard top. Yes. You know it's here. <laughs> That's right. Yes. The sign of quality. Black and white check marks. And we got There's a Bob Brown cover. Yeah, yeah, Bob Brown cover, and these boys looking as beat Nicky as he could. <laughs> He's got the little swoop of hair. Oh yeah, well, let's see. <laughs> Excellent. They are fleeing from a giant flaming dude. Yes. He's he's hot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. DP turns chicken. You can blame them when they face the menace of the Meteor Man. Right. Meteor Man. Wasn't there <laughs> another Meteor Man? I think there might have been. Marvel or... Uh, Isn't it a movie? Meteor Man? Oh, Is yeah. What's his name? Uh, there totally was a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that, dude. Yes. I, guess it was funny or something. I don't remember the movie, but I can see the movie posters. Yeah, I see the guy. Can the picture of the dude? I just can't remember his name. Yeah. Uh, Anyhow. I don't remember. Yeah. Let's get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A splash page. Uh, this looks like it is also Bob Brown. Uh, I. Huh? No, I think it's. I think it's Bruno. Oh wait, yeah, it, it is. Yeah, that splash piece looks very not <laughs> Yes, he's channeling uh, someone else. Yeah, on that cover. Oh boy! So run for your lives! There's a flaming, searing cosmic catastrophe coming this way. You can't miss him. He's got a rotten sinus. <laughs> Join the club. <laughs> so he's always snuffling, but you better not call him Snuffles if you don't want to get your socks singed by the <laughs> All right. Looks like he's just putting the boots through uh, Doom Patrol's rocket ship or something, and uh-huh. he's starting to get sucked out into space. Yes. Oh, noes. That's terrible. Out they That's go. Ungood. Nope. It's ungood for sure. So, uh, oh, this is look at that the story. It's good, yeah. It's right. Oh, just a splash page. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. It's the whole throw them right in the middle of the story and pick it up from there type That's of right. story. So there's the uh, the vacuum of space is sucking out all the air inside the spaceship, <laughs> and uh, Cliff is using his uh, magnet feet to clunkety clunkety clunk over to the hole. Yeah, and he wedges himself in it. <laughs> Excellent. So, uh, <laughs> so he uh, blocks the hole, and uh, Rita gives him, a, he gives him a big hand. Clang, <laughs> clang. Okay, so how is it? Yeah, Rita's not wearing any sort of 
headgear, but uh, negative man's got. I think she is. Is she? Is she wearing like a little bubble? I think she's got a bubble hat. Yeah. Okay. You just can't see it very she well. She gets a bubble hat, and Larry gets like a nose clip. <laughs> yeah, that's weird, eh? Looks like a clown nose, but it's somebody punched it flat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a exterior shot of the rocket ship with the rocket flying around. Chris <laughs> Lake's just hanging out the Excellent. So they're like, so they get tell Larry to get them back down to Earth so that uh, before it collapses. Right. I can figure out what this human meteor is up to. Uh huh. Then flashback. Oh yes. <laughs> Larry is thinking about how we got into this mess in the first place. Oh yeah, it started this morning at the rocket base. <laughs> That's always how it starts. And we meet Professor Randolph Ormsby, a leading astronomer who's joining us on Operation Shooting Star. <laughs> Forgive me, I never shake hands. It often spreads disease. <laughs> <laughs> He's old and balding and not terribly healthy, apparently. <laughs> You're certain this ship you designed is a well-heated and draft-proof? Don't worry, Professor, there's hardly a germ in the whole place. But I'm expecting one more expedition member any second. And we get Mento. Oh, no. Alright! Who needs that? We may. His psychodynamic powers might be helpful. Now, let's get going. So they all pile into the rocket and uh, take off for Zoom. Larry's been worried about the project the whole time for some reason. He's a test pilot. So he must be scared because it's, this is hard to hear negative man. He's like, oh, yeah, you got it. <laughs> you got it, exposition girl. That's yes. exactly it. <laughs> Don't worry, Larry. This ship is shielded against radio energy better than anything ever before. Ah, there's our meteor. To your instruments, everyone. <laughs> ah, shoot. I knew it. I just felt a draft. <laughs> oh, okay. Nerd. <laughs> there it is, our wonder of the universe, preparing to commit suicide in Earth's atmosphere. Let's have an instrument check report in. The thermal recorder is apparently okay. The spectroscope is a-okay. I'm opening the big ear for cosmic ray analysis. <laughs> and slowly, the giant ear rises in opens to catch the cosmic reading fall. Wow. That's uh -huh. pretty big to fit in, inside that rocket. It's all done with uh, folding and zippers and pouches, I'm sure. Watch the register closely, Professor. Don't take any chances on overloading the gear. You're right. I better close it down a bit. Needle has already gone over into the D zone. <laughs> and he hits the lever and it goes into danger. Uh-oh. That's never good. Good heavens, he accidentally switched it to full power. He's taking the direct stream of cosmic rays from the meteor. Cosmic rays. Cosmic rays. <laughs> this is, uh, we're in fantastic fourvilles here. Oh, man, cut the control. Can't reach it. Cosmic rays shaking up all my circuits. That's Uh-huh. Professor Ormsby, the cosmic rays have totally changed him. Look, beneath the flames, an iron ore. He's a living meteor. <laughs> Can you hear me? Do you understand me? Goose, a sign. 
It's like, forget it, Chief. That's not a man you're talking to. It's a cosmic menace, but maybe this will slow him down. Yeah, I'll rip apart the... tears out a big, huge computer <laughs> bank and whips it at him. Yeah, they're not going to need that. <laughs> yeah, this, this isn't important, is it? This is, like, that's the pop machine. <laughs> Something, I don't know. You can't listen to radio anymore. Yeah, you got to know. When they're driving with Cliff, they've got to label all the uh, machines. Not important, a important. Important. <laughs> <laughs> Throw this. <laughs> so Don't meteor man this. catches it and it melts in his hands. All right. And he absorbs the metal and gets bigger. Who knows? Then he busts a hole through the rocket. The air is rushing out. We're being pulled with it. And that's how we got to here. Back to reality. Wild vibrations running through the ship. I can hardly hold the wheel. You think you got trouble? I'm being shaken loose from this hole. And look, the escape hatch is vibrating open. The whole ship is falling apart. Mento says, I'll take care of that. He goes to slam the door shut, and it's Beast Boy. <laughs> Stowed away. Oh, no. Yeah. So a little banter between him and uh, Daddy Morbox there. <laughs> and Chris like, knock it off. I'm going to fall out of here and the Windle whipped the ship into ribbons. So fight. Fight. So fight on, you idiots. <laughs> I guess he's being sarcastic. He is, yeah, yeah. He is. Don't hesitate to choose the mags with the go-go checks. All right, right on. Right on. And then direct currents. Woohoo! What? Where's your direct? Oh. I'm missing the direct currents page. Oh, no, yes. The next page. Oh, the next page. Yeah, you got direct currents. You've got, let's see, who we got. They are introducing Clue Master in Detective Comics. Hmm. I like Clue Master. Yeah, yeah. Yes, the Clue Master's topsy-turvy crimes in Detective Comics number 351. Boing. Mm-hmm. We got Metamorpho. <laughs> Excellent. Nice. Oh, this is a good one. He's, uh... He's betting against some, uh, he's got a gambling debt. He, uh, goes to the Eiffel Tower, he sells off the Taj Mahal. That's a good one. Who else have we got here? We got the Teen Titans going up against nobody with a name. But there's a revolt at the whole local high school. They battle a sinister hot rod king. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, uh, what do we got? Legion. We've got Legion going to the Stalag of Space. Oh, the Stalag of Space story. <laughs> Excellent. The fortress let. No, not Fortress Let. What's the other one? Nardo. Oh, the, Nardo's the big three eyed dude holding him there. But, the, uh, blockade Boy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. All right, then we have a Hellsmith debunked. Yes. <laughs> And a page about model cars. Yes. And a Superboy 80 page giant. Woohoo! Speaking of Legion, there's Monel. Right? There's Monel. Helping him fight a giant fire breathing jack in the box. <laughs> totally. Um, don't know what's going on there, but whatever. Whatever. <laughs> All right, part two the Blazing Behemoth. All right. Don't worry about. Him being shaken, this boy says, Don't worry about him being shaken loose. I can handle that all by myself. He turns into a 12,000, 1200 pound peanut muncher. <laughs> oh, really? This boy's face and haircut. 
Look a little. He looks a little Justin Bieber in that picture. To be honest, he does. He's got the, uh, <laughs> the big swoopy bangs. <laughs> totally looks like Justin, Justin Bieber. Absolutely. <laughs> and so he uh, uses his uh, big elephant head to knock Cliff into the into the hole again, so that uh, he doesn't fall out. <laughs> There's a human meteor loose somewhere on Earth now. A destructive potential beyond our wildest nightmares. It's not good. So back on Earth, uh, yeah, looks like there's a meteor man. He's rampaging. Yeah. He's uh, going across the countryside and, and scaring teenagers. Scaring teenagers, yeah. Jumping Judy, where in the world can it be? It's either a runaway barbecue pit or a Hawaiian volcano with a lousy sense of direction. <laughs> he walks up to a radio tower and bends it and starts eating it. Um, 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 um. And then all of a sudden he, chew, and he sneezes out flaming meteors. All right, flaming Ooh, boogers, man. excellent. That's not good. <laughs> Last one home's a roasted teenager. <laughs> well, it's good they're keeping their sense of humor in there. Uh, yeah, time so they trauma. get down and they uh, see him, or they don't see him, they, they, it's the aftermath. Yes. And carved into the side of a mountain is... Giant words, giant letters spelling out help. He wants to be saved from himself. Dun, dun, dun. Yes, he does. First, we've got to snuff out his destructive heat. I have a three stage plan that will involve each of you, of course. <laughs> that is very convenient. <laughs> so, Larry's in a plane and he's approaching the target at 1500 feet, ready for stage one. So he drops a bomb of some sort. It's, uh, Oh, it's carbon dioxide foam to hopefully snuff out his flames. It's cutting off his oxygen. He's folding up like a cheap beach chair. <laughs> uh oh, something's wrong, Chief. I see it on your portable TV, Cliff. It's what I feared. Intense heat cracking the foam. Oxygen getting through. That means we go to stage two. And that's where apparently Cliff is a. He's a decoy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come get me, hot stuff. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, Nento is using a steam shovel and Reed is using a hand and they're digging a big hole. <laughs> so he uh, leads him towards the hole and they uh, tiger trap him, I guess, there. That's right. There he falls and Rita buries him. Covers him with rocks. Just pushes all the rocks on top. Yeah, <laughs> Flirting away with what's his name the whole time. Yeah. What happens if she? What happens if he turns back to the regular professor and she hides down there? He's just gonna get crushed. He'll be crushed. Yes. Yeah. They're <laughs> in the middle of a dangerous situation, but they still have time to uh, sugar puss and sneaky whippums and spring <laughs> uh, Yes. Yes. Rita has apparently gotten over her. Uh, her, uh, dislike a mento. She's calling him Sugar Plus. <laughs> oh, can you resist that helmet? Chicks dig the big purple helmet, let me tell you. That's exactly what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> so Cliff looks down and realizes that the ground is starting to melt because the meteor man is so hot, even in that big hole. He's turning the heavy silicon deposits into pure glass. And all of a sudden they hear, ah. Huh? Huh? <laughs> Big huge chunks of glass go flying off. 
Let's get out of here before we have to face Free Man at <laughs> Lovely. Alright, stage two is negative. Only one hope left. Roger, Chief. Planes on autopilot. I'm commanding native men to start stage three. Go ahead, Cracklehead. <laughs> so they go to uh, Mento's mansion. Yeah, yeah. Where the butler is talking to one of the maid, a new maid, I guess. <laughs> You enjoy working for Mr. Dayton, a man of great sensitivity and culture. She says, yeah, so how come six maids quit here in two months? Maybe, what's that? And also, <laughs> big man streaks through. Yeah, yeah. And he grabs Mento's giant brainwave transmitter and he just <laughs> zooms off with it. Because it runs on batteries. It doesn't need to be hooked into anything, I'm sure. And it looks like the <laughs> Steve's lost uh, maid number seven, number seven. Yeah, she's on the way out. <laughs> she says. Filmento's just standing there while the meteor man comes after him. He's like, ah, no problem. I just have to wait for negative man to get here with the transmitter. Keep running, lover. I'll slow him down somehow. <laughs> Mental energy meant amplified by my psychoelectronic helmet. It's formed a wall in front of him, but it's draining me. Oh, he's starting to break through. The portable psychoenergizer isn't powerful enough. I'm whipped. Oh, but there's negative man with the high voltage transmitter. So he plugs himself into that. Baby, you lifts him up off the ground. Now we gotta figure out what, what, what are you gonna do with him. Hope, let's hope the chief's theory works. He's shrinking. The chief is right. Yeah. Deprived of iron, he's burning out. So I guess he's fucking it up through his feet. I guess so. As well as eating it. Yeah. It's a little, it's a little hazy, but that's okay. That's okay. There's no iron in the air. I'm guessing it's all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's all in the ground. They're not in Hamilton. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, the professor shrinks down to normal nerdy professor. And uh, these boys turn into a big bird and grabs him and carries him around. And I guess it's safe to put him down now. Yeah. Now that he's uh, <laughs> burned out. Yeah. Most extraordinary experience of my life. I don't know how to thank you all. I can only say, yeah, <laughs> And they laugh. They laugh at the poor sick man. <laughs> Steve, you are magnificent. We'd never have made it without you dying. And Robert Man looks like he's gonna throw up. <laughs> Get a room for two at the hospital because I'm gonna join you. <laughs> that is right. Next on, the yarn you've been begging to begging for. Mento asks Sweeter for her elastic hand. So take your cool. Cool pills now, big buddies, and wait calmly for it. The bride of the dunes. <laughs> Does that not just set pictures in your head like Bride of Frankenstein? <laughs> oh, well. The last interior five? Right on. Yes. The most deplorable collection of dumb clucks in Count's history. <laughs> yes, the blimp. He flies if the wind is with him. <laughs> All right. We got the letters page. What's going on in the letters page there? Well, you know, people love the letters page and they're they... happy about the Robot Man Untold Stories series. Yes. Robot Maniac Untamed, which yes. we get the second part to. Second part or third part? I think it's the third. I think. Yes. 
Yeah, he went crazy last time. And he was built the first issue. Yeah, so I think it's our third. Alright. <laughs> you gotta love this letter. Uh, first, here's a character sketch and clothes to add to the Doom Patrol. His name is Nerve Nut. He can't do anything spectacular, but he can make people self conscious. <laughs> Second, does Beast Boy have a hole in his chest? Because when he wears his uniform, I don't see any wrinkles or a bump on his chest where his capsule should be. His capsule? I don't know what that's talking about, but there, <laughs> I love their answer there. As for Beast Boy's tight-fitting uniform not showing a bulge, <laughs> he had it made by a top tailor. <laughs> Excellent. What capsule are they talking about? I have no clue. Hmm. Fista, let us know. Yeah, what, uh, what capsule is on Beast Boy's chest? Huh. Hmm. I do not know, but that's all right. He's not going to be showing any bulges. And the usual shenanigans. Okay, yes. so. Robot Man Unchanged. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> uh -huh. a big sketch of. It's almost like an x ray of, of Robot Man. His head. Yes. His brain inside and some wires and stuff attached to it. And there's one wire that's hanging loose, it looks like. Right. One of the contacts between his brain and the electronic system was loosened. That accounts for his criminal personality. <laughs> oh, with the crazy glue. You've got to find him before he destroys <laughs> someone. Oh. Well, I must find him before the police do and destroy him. Oh, that's not nice. Yeah, nice, Chief. Nice. <laughs> so in the park, uh, the policeman's telling him to move along because he's loitering. He's sitting on a park bench. Yes, I'll, I'll take off. He says, I wonder how that policeman would have reacted if he'd known I was the most wanted man in town. Ha ha ha. Go home, he said. Wait a minute, why not? Back to my kid brother, Randy. Those two guys were, no two guys were ever closer. I don't have to ruin the streets of a hunted animal. I've got blood to go back to. So he goes to his brother, Randy's place. He's like, what can I do for you? And I can in for a moment, Mr. Steele? Well, only for a moment. What's it about? I'm very busy. Hey, Randy, baby, guess who? Cliff, <laughs> great Scott, I never expected to see you again. Yeah, this body might be quite a, must be quite a shock, but you'll get used to it. Get used to it? Now, wait a minute, Cliff. You can't stay here. Every cop in town is looking for you. I've got a family to... Yeah, I know. I mean, I thought we were family, too. I give you five bucks for your first date with Helen. I taught you how to swim. Yeah, but that was before. Now you're... Go ahead, I say it. I'm a robot. Sure, some nut scientist wouldn't let me die when I got burned up in a race car crash. He transferred my human brain into the sardine can. But I'm going to pay that guy back. I'll find that surgeon and kill him if it takes me. <laughs> Randy, who are you talking to? I heard you in the... Cliff, it's you. Thank goodness. We thought they killed you. Well, at least she's nice to me. That's right. Someone loves the Brother's robot. being a jerk-ass, but... Still surprised that she's happy to see him. She says, of course, the metal body means nothing. Inside, you're still our guy. What are you, Randy? Am I still your guy, too? Randy, tell him. He's your brother. Tell him how you feel. Well, I, uh, look, Helen, they, they can make it very rough for us, harboring a wanted man and all that. Such a crime. You don't mean that. Why are you saying it? You know you'd do anything for Cliff. 
Ellen, forget it. Times change, people change too. I figured blood was thicker than water when I forgot. I don't have any blood anymore. So, so long, honey. Calm goes. He is one mopey, mopey robot. So he walks away, and as he's walking away, he sees two suspicious-looking guys casing Randy's house. What gives you? Hmm. What if Randy didn't get rid of me because he wanted to? What if he got me out here to save me some trouble? Yeah, I think maybe I'll postpone that hideout event. Here comes Randy, and there go the two queens after him. Uh -huh. This might be worth watching. I'll borrow somebody's car to tail them. I know how to start it without a key, and this is the fastest way to get to the engine. <laughs> Just tears, tears the hood off it. That's not going to be conspicuous following somebody with a car that's got no hood on it. Not at all. I'm sure it'll have a totally quiet ride. So I guess they go to uh, Randy's work. He works yes. at Davis Experimental Industries. That works well. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Nice day, Mr. Steele. These men with you? Yeah, they've got security clearances, as you can see, Pot. You can help them force some passes. Bugger. <laughs> <laughs> so quick goes to get in, he's like, uh, you got your security pass, son? It's a sure thing, Pop, right in my pocket. Only I think your coffee's boiling over. He's like, huh? <laughs> Thanks for telling me about the coffee, mister. Hey, where'd he go? He pulled a Batman on him. Oh, no. <laughs> There's an experimental super rocket bomber. Pictures of that would be worth plenty to spies. But these guys walked right past it. Wow. And uh, they walked past an experimental hover tank as well. Not interested. Nor the laser cannon that can cut through three feet of steel. Rays that can bring down a plane at any altitude. <laughs> Some super gadget that absorbs light. They're passing that up, too. <laughs> they want none of that stuff. Nope, they want none of that stuff. They want the rocket line, the rocket packs. <laughs> Who doesn't want a exactly. rocket pack? Who <laughs> these jet packs? <laughs> Absolutely. If you can't have a flying car, jetpack is the way to go. So I guess they had a gun on Helen the whole time, so uh, that's why... Uh, that's right. He had no choice but to help them. So, he's leaving your house now. It's all over, Steel. Not all, buddy. There's still one more scene to play, and this time I rate the punchline. <laughs> They're like, oh, see a sucker, and they fly out the window. <laughs> yep, like the family of the man can't fly, so he's bummed out. Yeah, you would have thought the chief would have thought of that, but. Uh... Yeah. Oh, well. Well, well. in the office of the mayor, <laughs> Lieutenant Breyer is assigned to catch a robot man and destroy him fast. Right on. Oh! Here's a uh, ad for the Brave and Wolf to Flash and Doomsroll. Excellent. <laughs> Very good. We covered in one of our previous episodes. We did, early, earlier. That was a crazy one. That's. <laughs> so, uh, you can be trapped, Mr. Mayor. We had the right bait all along, but some of the other men are too little liver to use it. I'm not. <laughs> He looks like a tough guy, this guy. He just gets a little spectacle and bowler hat. Yeah, that's the epitome of tough, for sure. <laughs> tough than he looks, I guess. 
<laughs> An unidentified authority today disclosed that Dr. Niles Calder was the surgeon who created Robot Man. Why would the police? Oh, I see the police have decided to use me to lure Robot Man out of hiding. Jerk asses. That's right. <laughs> so be it. If he comes to kill me, I can explain why the brain transplant failed and how I can correct it if he lets me. Huh. Maybe this is where the chief got his, uh, the beginning of his stalking. He figured he'd start watching people before they could, uh, <laughs> yeah, before they can attack him. That's right. You're going to reveal my name. All right, I'm going to watch every single person on this planet. <laughs> I'll, know. I'll know when you betray me. <laughs> so the next morning, Cliff's reading the paper. He sees that Dr. Calder reveals his robot man creator. Nice. Says, oh, now I'll find him. <laughs> from uh, the sun. Yeah, what would you expect? Of course it's from the sun. <laughs> He's walking by the, uh, the Fifth National Bank. And suddenly in swoop the two things with jetpacks. Whee! <laughs> really fly into the bank, grab some bags of money, and fly back out. Fly right out, because no, you wouldn't want a floating hover tank or a laser gun or anything yeah, for, for that, that job. <laughs> Clearly these guys are just in it for the fun. Yeah. They're thrill seekers. <laughs> so Cliff uh, stops the police from stopping them by throwing a motorcycle at them. <laughs> Those bank crooks are getting away, Lieutenant. So what? Hoods are a dime a dozen. Even hoods with jetpacks? Wow, this guy <laughs> in this town. Yeah, yeah. He's very jaded. <laughs> Killer robot is something else. Get him! I'm not a real fan in that I've got a real fan in that police lieutenant. I give a good performance. Maybe he'll start a fan club for me. <laughs> Pulls up a street sign and uses it to pole vault over their blockade. Right on. Ha ha ha, Off he goes. Yep, and singing, singing, singing. <laughs> singing and laughing, singing and laughing as the boat bounce off. Yeah. Like, Alright, he got away, but not for long. I'll break that laughing tin man if it's the last thing I do. <laughs> that night at the experimental factory. Let's run around with no clothes on. Yes. the wire. And as he swings through the window, hey, big boy, we've been waiting for you with this electric can opener and laser. <laughs> now they're going right through his belly. Yeah. If he puts a hole through my human brain, I've had it. He, <laughs> he's still coming for me. I cut holes in him, but he's still coming. That's okay. I'll finish him off. Yeah, none of those circuits are important. <laughs> yeah. To grab a heat ray and start uh, melting down into a puddle. Again. <laughs> he's always being melted, man. He's like, nope. No can do. He was a good. He was a. Calder's a smart dude. He knew his business. You, are, you guys are out of luck. Goes after them, but then they get the hover tank. That looks like too much steel for even me to stop. Got me wedged in here pretty good. No way out unless he drops below the tank and rams his metal arm into the air duct. Pressure's <laughs> oh. starting to build inside it. If I can hold on. Go All right. Hover tank blows up. So, since they have no more weapons, Cliff picks them up and takes them to police. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, he makes them phone the police and say uh, that Randy Steele was forced to cooperate. Absolutely. So, there you go. He's like, plug full of holes and one arm is shot, but I can still finish that pink doctor. <laughs> So he goes to call his house, and on, on the roof is a police ambush. They got bazookas. <laughs> They're going to take him down. Yeah. 
So, let's see. Uh, uh, they have a gimmick, I guess. The detector concealed in the door is sensitive only to a mess of metal, and that's what Tin Man is. <laughs> Radar Scoop says that's Robot Man. All right, another minute and I'm blasting the bits unless my scheme works. Faster, faster. Oh, these cursed legs of mine. They could cost Robot Man his life. So he drops a, drops a safe down there to set off the detectors. <laughs> oh, and they shoot at him, but he gets away. He says, oh, I'll kill that Dr. Collar next time. He goes back to Randy's house, and apparently Randy is some sort of, uh, well, I guess he works at the experimental science lab. Yeah. He fixes his arm. Easy peasy, Japanese. <laughs> Super Matches good. up yeah, the holes yeah. in his belly and stuff. Good as new. Yep. And meanwhile, uh, they get a. There's a few police, and they said, tell him to go the back way. My brother, you think you'd be crazy enough to come here, Lieutenant? Or we'd be crazy enough to hide a robot? Yeah, I guess it was a wild notion. Who ever heard of a robot going home? Uh huh. <laughs> So the hottest Robot Man Unchained story of all is due next, but it's got to wait for a super spectacular coming next month. The Bride of the Doom Patrol. <laughs> all right. Mm. A bullet issue. House, house yeah, yeah. of Secrets and House of Mystery. Very cool. for Hero. The two houses. All right. <laughs> Very cool. And that's it. That is it. That is it for the... Uh, Silver Age flashback there. <laughs> the not so menacing Meteor Man. <laughs> and Robot Man going amok amok amok. Yes. 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 Oh, yes. I am a tired monkey. Yes. I have to wrap this one up early. You betcha. We are done. So you can give us a shout over on the forums, which, not the forums, sorry. On the. Uh, <laughs> website on the website yeah doompodtroll.com mm -hmm. and you can send us an email at doompodtroll at gmail.com and we will read your comments and jibber jabber back and forth with you and and that's about it should we ever actually get any yeah i think we got one this week We've yeah. got, ah, uh, yes, we... So you didn't tell me these things. <laughs> now, now I'll tell you. Uh, yeah, Wildcard. Wildcard was wondering if we were going to look at uh, the showcase, the, uh, the little, uh, the new Doom Patrol, the showcase miniseries Ooh, the... there from the 70s, late oh, 70s. Oh, like three issues, that would be a nice little yeah, that'd be detour. A good little one. Yeah, I figure we'll get there eventually, and we'll oh, get to the uh, Kupperberg run eventually, because that run is weird. The Kupperberg run runs into the... the yeah, 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 it kind of so. comes right out, out, out of that, but uh, there's some weird stuff there. Like, not not uh, Arnold Drake weird, but yeah, just weird. <laughs> it had its own merits, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, and we'll get there. We will get there absolutely, yes. Bounce back and forth there. Absolutely. Alrighty. We'll see y'all in two weeks because I'm away next week. So we'll take a little holiday and then we will be back the week after that. Catch you later. <laughs>